0: Ready, born ready. Just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. I
1: think that (laughs) I definitely think that's how I'm going to start each episode, each pod episode each pod, what's a good name, pod episode pepisode, pod, pod, okay, <laughs> like, each pod, I am definitely going to start off screaming, just because I've just been so happy lately, and I have been saying it to, like, everybody, and I know that they're probably tired of it, but I am so, 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 so happy just to be here, just to be alive, just to be well. And I feel like, yes, I feel like so many times we just overlook those simple things in life and we forget to just be happy. So I'm happy. I hope you guys are happy. And if you're not happy, you're definitely going to be happy after you listen to my voice for the next hour. <laughs> so aside from that, this week I definitely feel, drumroll please, Conscious <laughs> uh, i'm
0: black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm black it and black and i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm black it and than black and i'm
1: black yo. yes this I'm week black, black, i feel extremely black, conscious black, um i went to a trip on a trip to visit my grandparents sunday i got back today and i just feel like the trip was needed i used to go up to dallas to visit them a lot when i was younger kind of stopped as i got older and now that i'm older i'm able to have adult conversations with them and it just opened my eyes and reminded me of you know where i come from literally my grandma had a our family tree framed on the wall for over the last 200 years So it went back to the different slaves and their roles on the plantation and what they did and how many children were like it. It just goes into detail. Two hundred years. Wow, that's
0: a. It was sounds like a case for reparations.
1: When I say (laughs) it sounds like a reparational case, okay. It was, but it was just surreal because so many times. Just in society today, they make it seem like history is harmful or looking into your past hurts. When in reality, that moment for me was healing. It was so healing just to know where I come from and who my great, 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 great grandma was. And that my great, great grandma lived for 100 years. She was born in 1897 and died in 1997. Like a hundred, <coughs> she lived for a hundred years. Like that is amazing to me just to know.
0: Yeah, she saw a lot of stuff. She
1: saw, she lived for a century. She saw the world change. She
0: thought Bill Clinton was something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, like what? I couldn't imagine the things that she saw. Like one of my great aunts, um, they were telling me she was included on the family tree She kept like a shotgun right at her front door. And if you were uninvited, she'd shoot you. Like, she did not play. She didn't care who you were. If she didn't know you, you wasn't coming in. Like, (laughs) and just knowing, you know, the different things that they passed down, the different philosophies they held that we in our particular family still uphold, it's just powerful to just see it and be a part of it.
0: What's the underlying theme that you saw? that like the whole family like is you know sometimes it's like a motto it's like an occupation like Mm -hmm. you find out wow this person did this and this person did it like everybody in my family is a baker or something
1: (laughs) what did you you find um i would say what i noticed was caretaking so there was one of the women and she was i think she was one of my aunt's I'm not really sure, but she was a um let me let me try to figure out the correct terminology before I misspeak. But she worked in the big house and she was responsible for breastfeeding, taking care of the kids, teaching them. Mind you, I don't know how she taught them because they couldn't read and write at the time. So I'm not really sure how that worked, but she was like their glorified. Babysitter, housekeeper, mm-hmm. um, wet nurse, wet nurse, all of that. Oh yeah, it's called. She was a governess, mm. and a governess literally does everything that the mama don't want to do.
0: Mm. I've never heard that term. You're a governess, like and
1: she would stay stay in the in the big house and just cater to the kids. Her job was to raise the kids, and so seeing that, and then even when they buried her, her tombstone was different. So my grandma was telling me how when they went to visit the, her grave site, her tombstone had like a, it was kind of like a trophy, like like they respected, respected her. her. Like they buried her with honor yeah. and just passed down. There are a lot of different women on that side of my family that are caretakers or took different children in. or Because I found out when I went, one of my cousins just adopted two two kids one of my aunt has an adopted kid. Like I think caretaker would be what it is, just upholding like family values and being family oriented. Um, and so that's why I'm just like, wow, that was, that was a lot for me. Cause I didn't expect that. <laughs> like I did not expect that. So that's why I'm feeling real conscious. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I know something. I know a little history. (laughs) Yes, I'm like, I know a little history about myself. I feel good. (laughs) I feel good. Now, what I do not feel good about, well, I kind of do feel good about, but I don't feel good about it, is, no, I do feel good about it, is Hughes versus Hughes. So, if you don't know what Hughes versus Hughes is about, if you don't know what it is, I'm about to tell you. I'm going to break it down in lamest terms just because I don't need no confusion. So hues and hues are both, what's the kind of word? Homophones. They are both homophones. And a homophone is a word that sounds the same but means two different things. Okay. So hues is spelled H-U-E-S, which is the color. So you have different hues of brown and black People. Mm. Black is beautiful, baby. It's pretty.
0: We got everything from chalk to charcoal in our own race. You know, see? Black is beautiful. (laughs)
1: Yes. So when I say hues, I am referring to the different hues of black people. When I say hues for a second time, which is spelled H-U-G-H-E-S. I am referring to the owner, the last name of the owner of Radio 1 Atlanta, Radio 1 overall, TV 1, Urban 1, the whole shebang. (laughs) Yes, so her name is Kathy Hughes, which is a black woman. So you have Hughes, which is the color, Kathy Hughes, which is the person. So we're talking about a thing and a... Person, a noun, a proper noun, and a noun, right? Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, is Hughes or is that an adjective? That's a descriptive word, right?
0: No, Hughes is a noun. It's a
1: noun? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're talking about a proper noun and a noun. Well, I was unfortunately being shadow banned on social media for talking about, you know, the ongoing situations at my previous employer, which was. Hot 107.9 by way of Radio 1 Atlanta. Now, mind you, this is a Black-owned company. So some people are like, well, Cree, you have other Black stations in Atlanta. Why aren't you talking about them? Because those are not Black-owned stations. I am talking about a Black-owned station, which is Radio 1 Atlanta, which is owned by Kathy Hughes, which... Puts different hues of black people at the face of the company. And when I say the face of the company, the different radio personalities, which I had the pleasure of being for a period of time. And so in that period of time, I realized that I was working for a black owned company that was run by white people. So that is why I started speaking About what was going on. Because you have so many people that think, oh, it's a Black owned company, let me support it. Oh, they give Black people jobs, let me support it. Oh, they give back to the Black community, let me support it. No, that can no longer be okay. (laughs) That can no longer be cool, okay? Because when we just feed off of things that are cool and we don't bother to do our research and we lack consciousness, they will forever be able to run over us, forever be able to use us, manipulate us um, and keep us down lower than we've ever been. And so for example, this particular instance, Radio 1 Atlanta is run by a man named Tim. Tim Davies is a white man, a white male that lacks everything in a sense of comprehension regarding the black community he knows absolutely nothing nothing regarding the stations he's over nothing regarding the people he's over nothing regarding the neighborhoods they come from the problems they face he knows absolutely nothing and so upon my departure from the radio station after i left i went ahead took some time to take a breather and i had to make sure that i Wasn't as emotionally connected to it as I was. And after I got myself together mentally. Let's see, that was in about January, February is when I left. And about April, I just went for it. (laughs) In April, I went for it and I just started airing out all the shit. The like, hey y'all, this is fake. They're lying to you. They're not paying these people. They're making it. They're selling you a dream that they're not living. Like, literally, just I went, I went balls deep. Literally, I went infected dick balls deep into it. And I Dang. tried to just, I'm serious. <laughs> I did, I did, I did, I did. And a lot of people weren't happy about that. Hence why I ultimately kind of began to get shadow banned. So through me being a shadow banned, um, someone that actually owns a distribution company, which is Black Own and Black Run, they reached out to me. Um, and they just so happened to have worked with a lot of different artists. Um, and the artists that they named are pretty prominent. And so I was like, you know what? Okay, this could be something, you know? This could actually be something. I I never thought of it that way. I didn't think that woke bars were a thing. Like, I don't, I I mean, sure. So they're like, okay, we'll just put it together and we'll put it out where it needs to go. Well, I released it. When did I release it? Like two weeks ago, three weeks ago? I can't remember the date. Got two billboards that were sponsored by the employees, (laughs) past and present. Um, so actually, the literally, the employees of the company, past and present, um, we raised money to get these two billboards in high traffic areas <laughs> um, that basically promote, I don't know what to call it. I call it a project, but for people that don't understand, it's kind of just like an album, but it is spoken word. So it's not necessarily like, I'm singing. No, I do not sing. It's not like I'm rapping. It's literally me putting different stories into poetry and I'm telling the stories of different employees and I'm telling my story and I'm telling the importance of why it is not okay to support a black owned white run business um, because at the end of the day, representation matters. And this particular company lacks representation in its superior position. So yeah, it has Black personalities, but what about the Black VPs? What about the Black P's? Presidents, vice presidents, CEOs, none of those exist in this company and that's the problem. And so with Hughes versus Hughes, which you can go and find Literally anywhere. You can find it on TikTok hell. <laughs> like it's and, on and
0: we'll put a link in the description. Yes, a link will notes. be
1: provided for you in the, in the show notes. So please go find it, go listen to it. Tell a friend to tell a friend, your auntie, brother, daddy, sister, cousin, your side chick, your main chick. Sit down and listen to it. <laughs> Just so you can know exactly what's going on with the stations that you choose to listen to. So hopefully you are telling
0: everyone to boycott your ex-employer but you're not even there anymore so why do you care so much
1: I care because it's bigger than the station (laughs) even with me not being there I've seen it up close and I see the harm that it does to the community overall what harm what are you talking about so uh I'm going to tell you something that you may or may not understand. Yes. You got to go listen to it. (laughs) So literally the way that I set it up, it's like an interview. So between each track, there's a press conference interview going on. And there's a question that's being asked that leads into the next track. And I kind of answer in the track and I kind of answer it previously but you just have to go listen to it. I would definitely encourage you to go get educated. Go get conscious, okay? You cool, we get it. But go be conscious a little bit. <laughs> and listen to Hughes versus Hughes. Instagram likes and spike spliffed. I look around and see the vibrations of mediocrity that control this nation. I look around and smell the yearn to know how to be the number one. To earn recognition for a distressed condition. On a mission to shift the culture for the worse. Then feed into the story of the Black Lives Matter curse. You know, it's a shame that so many of you are proud of me, but won't say a damn thing. You know, it's a shame (laughs) that so many of you are content with living the same damn thing. It's a shame that your diet consists of crumbs. And because you're in Atlanta, you've grown numb to the fact that you're really a bum. It's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Keith! Thank you, Q. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And what did you say? Say it again, what you told me earlier. I like that. That made me happy.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, like one of my partners.
1: Yes. He
0: just <laughs> randomly told me, like, I was telling him about what we got going on, and he was like. I think I've seen that before. He was, <laughs> he was actually spelling the title. He was like, Yeah, I seen that on the billboard. So yes. it's like your billboard definitely is in a high traffic area.
1: It is in a high traffic area. And it's crazy because I grew up on that same street. And so I used to like ride my bike up and down the street or go running up and down that street. And I'm like, wow, that's just crazy. That's I used to take breaks right there at that stop at that billboard. <laughs> And here I am, an adult, on it. I love it. Yay! I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so now that we're in the whole album, um, well, project, streaming, whatever whatever you want to call it, I want to talk about not Kanye's album. <clears throat> <laughs> I do not want to talk about Kanye's album. I want to talk about Drake's album and how it is not the album of the year no it is not drake's album is not the album of the year Nope. nas's album is Yep. Yeah. nas hands down king's disease i don't know what number it is on uh, two is hands down the album of the year He said, stay out of black business, black woman's business, unless you vested in it. Mm. He said, told her to check her Zelle. It's a blessing in it. Oh, gosh. I loved it. (laughs) He said, look. He literally said, what did he say? He said, I got Birkin money, but the Telfar carry different. Oh. I loved it. Every word that he said. He literally got Lauren Hill to speak for more than 30 seconds. Lauren, y'all, I don't know if y'all know who Lauren Hill is. I hope you do, but she ain't said too much nothing since 1996. <laughs> like, she has not said too much of anything since 1996. And the fact that she has a verse that lasts longer than 30 seconds on Nas's album, that is legendary. Like, The different fillers that he has, even the ending, the ending message that he has, like I I genuinely feel like he is being the definition of hip hop right now and he's standing on his own and he's doing it. At a time where that's not the trend. So that's how you know that that's who he is. And then that just goes back to what I was saying earlier about knowing where you come from. <laughs> turn it up, turn it up. They want the same, they want the same, but they don't take risks. Now the world will get to see its own reflections. And the anointed can pursue their own direction. And if you're wrong and you're too proud to hear correction, walk into the hole you dug yourself, fuck a projection. See me in my freedom, taking all my land <laughs> back. They said a lot against me. Now Keith then played the whole thing But at the end she says If I'm the messenger you block me Then you miss the message Don't be out here blocking your blessings Because you just hating on the messenger Place. I keep a sacred space. They keep showing their hands, but keep hiding their face. If I'm a messenger, you block me, then you block the message. Yes. So aggressive, the world you made is what you're left with. Pride and ego over love and truth is f- f- reckless. Y'all niggas got a death wish. The stupid leaves me breathless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even the even the beat from the beat, it was so nice and calm and I don't feel like it provoked anger. (laughs) Like it was not anger provoking. It wasn't like sap provoking. I didn't feel sad after I listened to it. I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel mad. I didn't feel jealous. Envy. I didn't feel I just felt empowered after watching it. And I feel like while I'm not like a super hip-hop head, I also know that. Hip hop came from being passionate and knowing who you are and knowing where you're at least where you're going. And now you got people that's just they don't even know where they're going, they don't know where they come from, so they don't know where they're going. And it's just like, Drake, thank you for certified lover boy. Thank you so much. But you're not, y'all not tired of the same shit. <laughs> We get it. You sexy. Like. (laughs) And this is. Okay. Okay. This is a nice song. I like
0: it.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's a club banger. We get it. I I love it. But. (laughs) There's just always going to be a but. Because. I don't know. I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of being turned. I'm just tired of the it just it just doesn't provide substance.
0: And what did you say earlier? You said it's not the album of the year? No. Mm. Okay.
1: It's the album of the month. And in October, I'll give him OVO. Yeah. It's the album of the two months. It's not the album of the year though. Hands down, feet ten toes, twenty toes down, phalanges down, whatever. No.
0: Now you're a conscious person, though. So, are you looking forward to Kendrick if he is to drop? Are you on that wavelength? Mm,
1: I like Kendrick. I. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't think about that. I don't have a rebuttal. I don't have anything smart to say. So I'm like,
0: you, you're just on Nas right now yeah. You're talking about Zells and Cash Apps
1: <laughs> No That's not why I'm In on him No I'm just saying I think it was also his tone It was a nice Calm collected tone And I think throughout The entire Project He just showcased The strength he had And the control he had Because a lot of things that he was talking about could have been emotional. And I think this is a weakness of mine. I sometimes may get a little too passionate or a little too emotional. And I may lack that that mental stability to just be calm in a, in a moment and, and have more of a clear mind to have a better response. And I feel like just listening to that project, he was calm throughout the entire thing. He had a little different inflections. He had a little arrogance in there, but it wasn't over the top you know what i'm saying like it wasn't arrogant to the point where it was just too much yeah it's the good guy mixed with american pimp shit i got berkin money but the tell fuck carry different
0: that's a black business i handle my, my black, black business Yeah. out of a black woman business unless you vested in it yes. yes. tolda check azella cow blessin' and thank you <laughs> <on
1: Sunday>. <laughs> <laughs> see and honestly like with brunch on sunday He didn't call a woman a bitch one time. He didn't call her out her neck. He did not degrade a woman in any way. He's saying the same thing that Future and and all these other rappers are saying. He just said it differently. And so that's why I can appreciate it because he's talking about brunch on Sundays. All these other rappers are talking about brunch on Sundays, but they're not saying it in an elegant way that can be received multiple times. like, And that's that's why it's the album of the year, hands down. Thank you so much. Because I feel like you was hating me. No, no, I'll I'll give you that. But
0: (laughs) I think that just similar to our boss man, Eldridge, in the uh, sense of right now you're feeling conscious. So you're on King's disease. When you go out this weekend and feel cool, and you hear that way too sexy in the club, you're gonna come back and be like, you know what? I feel I think that certified level board just it hit a little bit. I mean, I'm not
1: saying no, I'm conscious right Damn. now, but I could go out and listen to it. But at the same time, like I said, I'm just tired of that. And I feel like once you just reach a level where you are just tired of the same shit, it just doesn't do it for you. It just it just doesn't. So I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm not saying it's not great, but for where I am and where I'm trying to go, it's not for me right now but I'll listen to if it's in the room I'm not gonna say turn that nonsense off on my ears it's the devil's music I would never say that now would I think that you know (laughs) (laughs) I may think that a little bit but I'm still not gonna like interrupt the flow you know like it's just not that it's not that deep for me to cut it off but it's not that deep for me to turn it on either did that answer was that a little better I feel like I, I made you feel bad about your album that you like. <laughs> You're like, yes, 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 yes. You, you got
0: it. You got it. That that was that was that suffices.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Now, when I was on my way over here, I was in the car. I didn't even get her name. Wow! But I was in the car with the Uber driver, and we got into such like a deep conversation just about the difference between just white and black people so she was letting me know how she doesn't necessarily like picking up white people because when they get into her car the energy is different and when they get into her car sometimes it's all white people and she feels a little scared where she feels a little intimidated or they'll say different condescending things or they'll ask her all these demeaning questions. What do you do? Where are you from? How can you afford to drive? How can you afford this car? How how can you afford this hairstyle? She said her hair was pink one time and they kept touching her hair. Like they just kept just invading her personal privacy, her personal space.
0: this is a black woman Mm -hmm. driving. This is a
1: black woman driving. And she let me know. She was like, I'm so happy that you're black. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that you weren't at the baseball game and I didn't have to pick you up from the from the baseball field because I hate going over there. I hate what I have to go through when I pick up a white person. And it just I was just like, you can't even damn drive. Like, <laughs>
0: well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you say that, because when I used to drive Uber, I used to have a similar experience to white people. It's like wow. getting your car and they just want to. It's almost like they wanna feel comfortable themselves and so mm-hmm. they just start asking you a lot of So then they oh, make you so, uncomfortable. Yeah, oh, so you know, how long you been driving and this and that and no, oh, do you have any kids and uh where are you from? And it's like why are you asking Why me all are these you asking really, you know it's I, none
1: of your business. You
0: know, I don't like to talk already as it is, so I'm not gonna I don't wanna engage in that conversation, but I noticed they they always always it's rare when they just have their headphones on and just don't wanna say that.
1: And I think too, it's more of a hmm kind of I think I kind of said it earlier it's a you want to feel comfortable so you want to make me uncomfortable and because you don't know what to say and you don't want to make it seem like you're racist you want to make it seem like you care and you you overdo it like black people get in the car they sit back there mind their business white people get in the car they want to ask you about your entire life story and it's like how long have
0: you had this car? Do you like it? I was thinking about getting this. How
1: are you affording this car? It's none of your bit. What do you mean? Like, if you want to just ask me about my, my great grandparents and if they were slaves or not, just say that. Like, <laughs> like what are we really talking about here? You
0: just jump straight to the point. <laughs> like, let's just
1: jump straight to the point. Just please jump straight to the point. Did
0: you have a governess or not? Right,
1: <laughs> like, right, right. What was your governess name? <laughs> because at this point, all the small talk, I don't want to do it. I don't care to do it. You're making me uncomfortable. And that's exactly what um, the driver let me know. She was just so thankful. And I was just like, what do they do to you? And she was like, I just can't. She said, and sometimes I will have to just end the ride early and just let make them get out of the car. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, because I couldn't. The energy that comes with them, I just couldn't do it. She said they're extremely condescending. She said she had her pink hair. They were literally so fascinated with her. Touching her hair, touching her skin. I was like, what what what? What?
0: <laughs> My girl was just telling me she uh she was at the nurse the other day and she had her nails done like real nice, but like her pinkies, she has like some kind of like rock type, of, I don't know mm-hmm. this design. But it's like, 3D almost mm-hmm. and she said you know all week long everybody just complimented her nobody tried to touch it except for this one white lady that when she went to draw her blood it was like she she was like she saw the white lady just staring at it and she said that she just kind of brushed over it so she could feel it. and I was like that's how they do like they it just it's almost like a zoo exhibit or but something there's
1: no yeah. and then there's no boundary It's like You feel so entitled to me and my life that you can just touch and you can just point and you can just overanalyze and you can just question and you can just do whatever you want to do. And it's like, no, you cannot. Don't do that shit. Don't touch my hair. Because if you knew how much it costs to get it done and if you knew that I had to sit under the dryer for three hours and if you knew that I had to condition it for three days, you wouldn't touch it. And you wouldn't want anybody touching yours. So to so the white women that are out there, that is why black women do not want you touching their hair. Not just because you shouldn't be doing it in the first place, but because we have to go through too much to make sure our hair is how we want it to be. Oh, yes. Well, don't touch it this is clearly the music episode yes this is the playlist this is the this playlist I know. Don't touch my crown. and when you say that it literally is a crown like our hair how we dress it it's a crown it's it's the rhythm that we know it's what makes us glow, not trying to rhyme, <laughs> but it really is the rhythm that we know, and when we go out into the world, it is what makes us glow and feel pretty and feel beautiful and and feel like we belong. You get what I'm saying? Whether it's in an afro or whether if it's straight, curled, down, wig, bantu knots, twisties, braids, whatever you want to call it, a lot goes into, what are you laughing at? <laughs> My rhyming skills.
0: I just feel like this is like the music episode. So you had a Hughes versus Hughes, <laughs> Certified Lover Boy. You spitting bars now. It's just, I'm, I'm laughing. Or Honestly, you're just talking
1: when I was on the plane, I was like, I need to come up with a freestyle. And I want to say it every episode. Now, I didn't get to the point where I made it up, but I'm going to go home and I'm going to make it up. In the next episode, I'm going to have it ready, and I'm going to say it every episode.
0: No, that's not a freestyle, right? That's, that's what Martin... Well, <laughs> that's not
1: I'm a- saying, I'm going to come up with some bars to a verse. say a verse every episode. I do not appreciate you side-eyeing me like that, because I saw his face, and I'm like, what is he over there looking like that for? <laughs> <laughs> yes well i'm gonna come up with some bars tonight it won't be a freestyle um but every episode i'm gonna say i may say it at the opening or i may say it at the closing no i think i like the opening better but i kind of already have an opening so maybe I should say it at the closing i think i like that i will ponder on it and next episode you guys will have it and I need you to learn the words. Whoever learns the words first will get a cool and conscious shirt. And then when you get it, you got to wear it every episode. <laughs> those are the stipulations. Every
0: Friday.
1: <laughs> you have to wear it every episode. Those are the stipulations. If you miss one, you got to send the shirt back. And we got to give it to somebody else. Now... What I'm gonna give y'all before we go ahead and wrap it up, I'm gonna give you a quote to help you stay afloat. This week, I want to leave you all with something. And this is honestly one of my favorite quotes. The quote to help you stay afloat is I was gonna ask for a drum roll. Can we get a drum roll, please? I like that. <laughs> yes! <clears throat> Life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you choose to react. I'm going to say that again. Life is only 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you choose to react. So when you go out into the world this week, this weekend, when you go out into the world tomorrow, hell, choose to live a more conscious life It don't have to be conscious regarding black and white it can just be conscious regarding yourself self-consciousness what do you like what things you don't like what's holding you back start making more conscious decisions to choose to live a happy healthy honorable long-lasting legacy legacy leaving life okay this was the cool and conscious pod Is that right? Pod. Am I saying it right? (laughs) This is a cool and conscious podcast, man. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in because I love talking to you all. And I hope you love listening to me. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at questions with Cree. That's questions with Q-R-I. And until next time. Bye.